everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And for some reason, we're not seeing uh, Mako-chan on camera for some odd reason. Let me go ahead and give um, this little program DOS kicking the face. Okay, and that should do it. Unless your webcam just decided to give you the middle finger again. And in that case, I am so sorry. Yeah, that would be my webcam. Hey, the one that happens. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel any better, my camera is not properly focusing as it should. I'm like, come on, come on, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, we are live week of January 22nd, 2019, right here on the VOG Network via Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. You can check out the interactive chat room, or actually... Do I need to? Alright, hold on. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Alright. How's that? How's you sound, that? You sound better. Okay, good. Because I had to make some slight adjustments on, on my end, so everything should be good. I'm seeing light on, on the mixer. Okay. Because I had a slight issue earlier this week. Hopefully we're on G up and up. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of... January 22nd, 2019, here on VOG Network, courtesy of Twitch TV. If you join us in our interactive chat room, if you go to live.vognetwork.com, there is a pop-up viewer, and that should bring you directly to our chat room. We can hang out there via Twitch. And we also have a chat over on Discord. You can find us there as well. Um, if you want to follow us, you can find us at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Also, uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network and everybody else that is hosting us tonight. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Um, you can also find us on Discord. Uh, that would be uh, VogueNetwork.com slash Discord. You click on that. It'll bring you directly into our Discord chat via the app or the web browser, whatever works and so forth. And according to Ari, it says that I'm looking good. Why, thank you. This camera is actually doing what it's supposed to. All right. Yeah, yeah we're looking blurry for a little bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think what one of the issues is with the drivers on this camera is that it, it tends to do a lot of focusing, and I don't know how to disable autofocus. I'm probably going to dig around and play around with this cam for a little bit, so, you know. Um, Meanwhile, I don't even think mine has a zoom function. Um, if it's a Logitech, then most likely it does. <laughs> and Bobby Blackwood says over in our, chat, in our Twitch chat, DJ Blurry S., well, maybe that's for the better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So I think we're doing good here. So let's go ahead. Um, we've already got to that part of the show. Now we're going to go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari, tell us how was your week while you do that. I am going to go ahead and put up a picture for Mako-chan. So. Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on with my web camera, too. Okay. Well, in the meantime, anyway. So, uh, I, I, normally I would say I got paid today, but, uh, um, because of, 
because of the way my work works. It, there's a holiday in the first half of the week, so my paycheck came in Saturday morning. Mm. If nothing else, you know, I could pay the rent, you know, take care of whatever money I owe to people, that sort of thing. Oh, I know that feel. And uh, I saw the Brawley movie this weekend. Oh, how was that? It was a lot better than I thought it would be. I mean, I've never been a big Brawley fan because you know, the first movie was was you know, it was pretty much fucking broken, and then the other two were kind of bleh, especially well, the last one, Bra- Bio Brawley. Well, let me ask you this. Were you watching the Dragon Ball movies at the same time as the series? Yeah, because those movies aren't... They're just serials, aren't they? They're, they don't really fit in with the main timeline anywhere, do they? Yeah, basically, the TVs are the TV episodes are on its own uh, storyline arc, and the movies are on its own arc. But I have to say, you are uh, you are correct about that. You're not the first person to say that old, that, um, that old Broly was broken as F. Yeah, and pretty much Goku pulled out the TBZ equivalent of the heart of the cards to beat him the first time. <laughs> Speaking of which, if we talk about jump stars, I got something to say about that too. Oh boy! Um, let's see what what else. Um, I fucking hate the cold weather. Yesterday it it was like eighteen degrees, and I'm like, why am I out here in this weather? And a lot of my customers were telling me, stay warm when I couldn't keep the door closed because they kept pulling up and I couldn't get any heat or warmth in the booth, which was exasperated by the heat in the booth not working properly. Oof. So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Also, I picked up Resident Evil 4 for the PS4. Resident Evil 4? Yeah, it was ported to a... PS4 and and Xbox One a while ago. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Full HD too, so it looks great. See, my, my Especially thi- in the big ass TV I got now. Yeah. My thing is this: uh, Capcom is just ca- is just bankrolling on all these redos. I mean, can, can can y'all get the rights to rival schools and give us an HD remix of that? I mean, can you at least? I mean, ju- just saying. <laughs> or at least give us an update on Amusha. I would love that. Who knows? It might happen in 2019 and it just might surprise us. As long as they don't use the RE engine for the next set of games, I'll be perfectly okay with it. Wait, you mean the uh, action one? Or the? Or do you, you like the uh, static camera look? Like the action from the one from RE4 they used with Onimusha 4. And I'm just like... Oh, what okay, the? I see what you're I was just like, no. I played it for like 20 minutes and said I was absolutely done. Besides, I like Leon in 4 better. He's he's so sarcastic. Like, you have to say, like, I'm sending my right hand to dispose of you. <laughs> Your right hand comes off. Granny, <laughs> he's being sarcastic too, but all the shit he's seen, you know, a giant horrible fuck-off monster forged from some guy's hand that's mm-hmm. totally within a realm of possibility <laughs> Fair enough. so yeah that's how things have been going for me okay um mako-chan how was your week how was your day uh week was pretty good you know mainly work um i did end up getting sick so dealing with that you know the stupid illnesses that are going around mm-hmm. but this i either did lots of people yeah i either did the you know, the smartest thing I've ever done or the stupidest thing I've ever done. All right. So you want to tell the audience? I bought 
a new kitty litter box. The new one not good enough for the uh, other cats? No. Um, no, I bought a self-cleaning litter box. I thought you said those didn't oh, work. neat. Um, this is supposed to, you know, be guaranteed and all of that fun stuff. It rotates sideways and doesn't, you know, rake it out. So I, I pawned off a, a lot of money on this thing. I would, if I were you, I would contact the manufacturer. This on social media, let them know and be like, you know, if it doesn't work, you're like, I have two cats. It's not working. You know? Well, and if it my... doesn't work, I do have a money back guarantee. All right. Well, I got, here's a question. Hmm. How long before your cats decide, nope, fuck this. I'm not using it. Uh, I set it up, and within the first two minutes of it being set up, one of the cats went in there and used it already. It's oh, like okay. tradition. And as uh, Bobby Blackwolf says, I've had a self-cleaning litter box for 20 years for my cats. Yeah, wow, I, ha- I had one years and years back. And I was just, I sat there, and it came up on my Facebook, and I said, yeah, screw it, I'll get a kitty litter box. <laughs> So, unfortunately, I don't think the big ol' fat ass has been in it yet, and he's the one I'm worried about. Oh, yes. His royal pain in the ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why I was asking, because the cats can be fickle sometimes. Yeah, no, Kelly went right in. She had no issues. It's just him, because that was his box, like when my grandmother had him. Oh. So, yeah, that's my issue. Oh, okay. But we'll see. I'm hoping. Alright. Um, was that it? Yeah, that's basically it. I'm just, you know, trying to get my room to a place after uh, MAGFest that I can have somebody else in it since I'm going to have people over this weekend. I hear you on that. I mean, right before before MAGFest, I mean, you can't see, but actually, let me do this real quick. If you can see, there there is stuff here that's been here for a few months because I didn't have a place to put it. Now that the storage closet is more or less organized. I can go through this stuff here and see what I need and see what I don't need so I can access the bottom shelf of my anime, which I probably have not touched since I put that shelf up. <laughs> yeah, well, my room is unable to have another body in it right now. So um, I basically, I came home from MAGFest. The bag went into the living room. The bag went from the living room into my room because... We had to do a massive clean because I had family over this past weekend. So now I finally get to unpack for MAGFest. I think we've all been there like the longest we have gone before pack for, before unpacking. And I think I have gone a solid month because I didn't have time because of work. And I remember one day going into one of my drawers. I'm just like, wait, why don't I have? And I realized I've been pushing off laundry and between that and my, I'm just like, well, good thing I have the day off. <laughs> oh, you, 
I don't unpack my suitcase for like two or three days and I feel like a lazy bastard. I, I think the aspect is, is like you got to jump on that more or less right away. But on the same token, if you think about what all you packed, it's like, well, that's not a lot for me to unpack. And, you know, especially if you just did laundry right before the con and your bags are empty, you know, which reminds me, I have to do laundry tomorrow. But- yeah, that's what I do. I do laundry within the first couple, last couple of days before the convention. So I have an, you know, viable amount of pants to wear. Mm, I know that. Yeah, this is why I was asking you what your plans were for this weekend because I needed to know if I was doing laundry before you got here or if I had time on Friday to do it. Obviously, I don't. Well, you know, I'll help you anyway, so it gives us time to go pester people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I like to have it done so I just have time to go pester people without having to, you know, stop. True. And looking at the weather tomorrow, it's supposed to be nice with rain. And, like, compared to the last couple of days, it's been balls blue cold. And just, like, I could either deal with single-digit weather or rainy weather. You know, I'll just I'll throw my trench coat on and just go for the gusto. As long as you don't have to deal with both at the same time. I probably have. Probably have. Um, okay, so my weekend day is uh, Friday. Was it Friday? No. Saturday, I went out with some friends. You know, we went out to this party, hung out, had a good time. I've been spending time trying to get a lot of um, photography work done, but because of how cold it's been, see, as some of y'all probably don't know or may have mentioned in passing, I have a basement apartment. As you can tell, there is no carpet because the carpet got damaged due to several floods. Now, because of that, and heat rises, it gets kind of cold in here, which is why I have on an oversleeve shirt. So, and for the last couple of days, it's been so cold that I can't sit at the computer and work because right above my computer is the window, and I don't have a place to really put my machine and so forth. It's it's a it's a rectangle. It's a rectangle shoebox. So. So basically, as long as this window is more or less sealed, I can deal with it. But for the last couple of days, it's been hard. But um, I will say one convention photography is done. So this week I have a photo shoot that I did um, back in December I'm going to work on. And then I'm going to jump onto the MAGFest uh, photos because I'm pretty hyped about some of the photos I took. And I can't wait for some people to, to see them. So that's... Basically, my weekend day. Also, the fact that I'm probably looking at getting a new smartwatch soon because I'm getting kind of tired of my Fitbit. I had actually been thinking about the same thing about my watch. If you want, we could do a trade for a month and see what we like. Possible. Yeah. Because my, my thing is with my... With, uh, here's the thing. I've had a Microsoft Band, a standard Google Watch, and a Fitbit. To be perfectly honest, I missed the Microsoft Band. I like that the most because how it worked on me, because it did have an option where I could have it on the inside. I could just go and see the information. And I like the fact that you can actually edit the, the watch face. The Google Watches allow you to do that. The newer Fitbit Watches allows you to do that too, but not on the old, on the Blaze. So it's like, eh which I can deal with for the most part. 
but I've noticed that I am not getting certain notifications from certain apps, and especially when it comes to texting, sometimes it comes in like, thir- like a little bit later than it should, and I'm just like, you know. That and I've gone through several bands because the way my wrist is for some odd reason, I just need one to fit just fine. And the fact that at MAGFest, I actually I actually broke this um, wristband, which I fixed, and I contacted the people I sold it from because it comes with a one-year warranty. I have a hard height nor hair, so I'm probably going to contact Amazon and be like, yeah. I can never find, like, most of them, like, even the large ones, they just don't fit my wrist, like, at all. I mean, if I'm just saying, if you go with a Fitbit, you can find one that'll fit your wrist. They do make them really long. Just saying. I'll have to look into that, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't quite have the money for it. I, I I totally hear you, dude. And sometimes you don't even have to get a Fitbit. I'm telling you, you can get a standard generic smartwatch for $20 off of Amazon. They're basic level Google watches or something like that. I mean, if, if it does what you need it to do, then you just buy it. Half the time, these smartwatches are just in name. More name recognition than the features that it offers, you know? Gotcha. All right. Uh, moving right along with some uh, housekeeping news here. Um, if you follow our uh, ticker down below, we still have the link for the Anime LA um, GoFundMe. So there's a Twitter link. So if you check those out, you'll be able to donate money to the people who lost their cars in that horrific accident. And I, I, I do hope they throw the book at this guy. That, that's it. I'm about that. Um, we'll still be here for the next few Tuesdays. We got some more episodes coming up. So good about that. Um, another set, um, section of the show I'm starting up, and Ari, if you want to join in on it, I'm all for it. I'm calling it The Weekly Shirt. Basically, what has happened, um, basically, what has happened is that because I'm doing this show live, um, I have to put on a shirt. So, I have, like, over 50 freaking nerd shirts, so it's like, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, wear a different shirt every, 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 every week, you know? That's what I'm going to do and kind of give you a brief description and information in regards to the shirt. So, this week's shirt. I can be down with that too, yeah, sure. This week's shirt is a Sailor Moon themed shirt and it's like a mix between Luna and Artemis. It's a shirt that I got from my friend Deanne for Christmas, so... I think I'm left to get her something, but I'm so far behind on stuff. I actually sent out like a bunch of holiday cards like last week, so you know it's like yikes. Uh, let's see. So each week I will have a new shirt, and well, well I like to say for y'all it's new, but for y'all it's new, but for me it's not. And I'll give like a um. A description about the shirt, where I got it from, if I remember, or something like that. Like, maybe one of my convention shirts, or one of the many geek shirts. Um, one thing is, when I talk about, I will have a my Android shirt. That is one of my favorite stories, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, for some reason... There we go. Some reason, about mine, or... No, sorry, no, no, the ticker is not showing, so I don't know what's going on here. So uh, everything was working fine behind the scenes, but 
nothing's perfect so you know it, it is what it is we'll, we'll keep going at it so while i tinker with this for a sec ari why don't you tell us about the crunchyroll anime awards so <clears throat> okay right, let me close up this window here it's mm -hmm. uh auto playing some video good thing i was muted good 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 uh crunchyroll yeah. anime awards presented by definitely cry five uh, they revealed the nominees for the 2008 Anime Awards presented by Devil May Cry, with each category now open to fan voting. Oh, that'll go so well. <laughs> Do you remember the first year this happened? Uh, no, I don't, actually. The fans went ballistic because I think uh, Free got hit, got nominated so many times or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, released on January 11th, the nominees include both ongoing series and new properties that aired in 2018. I re highly regarded releases like Devil May Cry Baby, A Place Further Than the Universe, and Violet Evergarden are each up for several nominations, all of which include Anime of the Year and Best Animation. Meanwhile, My Hero Academia has been nominated once again via its third season, this time for Best Animation and Best Boy. In a surprising turn, however, the new original series Megalobox stands at the most nominated show of the year. It holds nominations in eight different categories, including Best Animation, Best Director, and Anime of the Year, to name a few. Mm. Fans will be able to vote on their picks until January 18th, after which voting will be closed. The winner in each category will be revealed during the 2018 Anime Awards Live show on February 16th. Mm. Yeah, this anyway, uh, it also gives the, uh, the uh, categories and uh, all their nominees. There's uh, the, ca the categories are Anime of the Year, obviously, Best animation, best opening sequence, best ending sequence. JoJo isn't on any of these. What a shame. Best I know, right? These filthy be casuals. Best film, best character design, best boy, best girl, best voice actor performance in Japanese, best VA, best voice actor performance in English, uh, best director, best protagonist, best antagonist, best fight scene presented by Capcom because of, because who, who else mm -hmm. and best continuing series presented by VRV okay I'm I, I'm looking at I'm looking at this all right I, I I have a few picks in here I will go with best animation my hero academia season three um, best ending sequence review starlight um, best character design JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind because I'm biased as F. Of course it would be. <laughs> best boy is Zukumitaria because Deku is awesome. Uh, best girl, my Sakurajima. Uh, that anime, uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai is so good. Uh, best VA performance, um, I give it to Megumi Han. Uh, best English VA performance. I'll give it to Chris Sabat. All right. Yeah, I would have gone with him too. Yes. Uh, he said that he, he said that All Might was his favorite character to do, and it was his best performance. And every Vegeta fan on the internet is like, oh, Ex exactly because his Twitter name is Voice of Vegeta. Some fangirl went on this tirade of blocking anybody that says Vegeta was not his best work. I'm just saying. She went on. This, I'm just like, <laughs> it's not that serious. Uh, best protagonist, Yumeko Jibami. Um, that, that, that's basically it. 
those are nice. But for the VRV, I'm giving it to Boruto Naruto Next Generations because holy F. That's all I got to say. Um, let's go into the chat room here over at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Honestly, Mark wants to know, what about Zombieland Saga? It was not nominated. Um, as for what the characters, I don't think it was either. So, you know. No, Zombieland Saga was on there, wasn't oh, it? Was it? Let me let me do a quick check. Um, My pick for yeah, best yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah, Jiren yeah, versus yeah, Goku. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, up I'm for saying, Anime saying, of the Year. Yeah, I totally skipped past that. I my mistake my bad i don't know i don't know i'm looking at this prep and have no idea what any like i've heard of them Mm -hmm. but i haven't watched any of them i will say this each of these shows are less than 13 episodes and it's like okay they should wow I think there should be at least three ep- three short series and three long series. I mean, come on. But, yeah. Maybe next year they'll have categories for best short series and best long series. Yeah. And then the best animated year is the top three from both, so, you know. I do have to say, best opening is a Gretzko. Just, it, it combines it, it, super cuteness with death metal. How can you go wrong? Especially the way yeah. Gretzko is dancing in the in the intro, you know. She's like all chill and happy. The next thing you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, moving right along, Mako. What's going on with Dragon Ball Super? Okay. So, Dragon Ball Super actually... Um... The the movie did really really well. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend it was actually um, the part of uh, yeah ranks four at U.S. weekend box office and made almost ten million this weekend. Ooh. And it's already number three in the all time anime um, for the U.S. And number one and number two are the two Pokemon films. Wow. Which two? Uh, 1999 and 2000. So one and two then? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, so this weekend in box offices in 1,236 theaters in the United States and Canada, it made just about $10 million dollars. Overall, it's at $21 million. Wow. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh, it, uh, that actually, the number includes 180 IMAX. Mm. And I really want to go see this in IMAX. Oh, it, it, was, a, it was a festival for the eyes, trust me. Yeah, I was going to go this past week and just didn't have time, so yeah. But the I'll tell you previous... what, if you're not a, if you're not a fan of Frieza, you'll find his fun would probably be incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so far, Dragon Ball Super Broly in a combined domestic and foreign total has... Uh, 
basically gotten $85 million. And just to be, you know, aware of what the last Dragon Ball movie brought, um, the last Dragon Ball movie only made about $2 million on opening day. Oh, I I was about to bring that up in as as an addendum to this because there was an article that came out saying that Dragon Ball Super Broly passes Evolution's lifetime box office, and I'm like, (laughs) you you gotta understand something that that doesn't take much. That bar is very very low. Exactly. Like down here somewhere. I'm just like. That honestly, that wasn't even worth you know talking about. I'm like, come on, come on. You know, but I guess you know every every you know it's its turn in the barrel. You know, but um, moving right along, um, we have a couple of articles here about Comic Cat, so. And in this updated story, this recent story, com- organized that Comcat says there is no room for hate speech whatsoever. It seems that there were anti-Korean and anti-Chinese stickers found at a Dojin booth. Now, as it was reported, it, it this, was, this came to light by several several users on Twitter on December thirty first, which was basically when Comcat was. I think we had a friend that went. Yes, she did yeah, go. Thought so. We get to have to have her on the show though, so we can hear about all her adventures in Japan. So that would be kind of fun. And we've her just got to figure out a uh, time because she's fourteen hours ahead of us. No, I'm talking about when she gets back. Okay, well then she's just got to find a time because as soon as she gets back, she's going to a convention. I so. know. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe you know, I'll have her start recording like little. Like little quippets, and I could just throw it in there. You know, that would be during the show. That would be kind of cool. Um, as Comic Cat said, they said that they weren't aware of the existence of the stickers while the event was running on, what was going on. But the thing is that the perpetrators behind this, it didn't violate Japanese law. It was a certain, the Dojin people, it was their own responsibility to handle this and not Comic Cat. But after delivery, deliberation back and forth, um, people that run Comic said that if something like this happens again, they will take action, which is good. Back in 2016, Japan's National Diet enacted a hate speech act in order to comply with the United Nations International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination. But there's nothing on the books about penalties for people who, ha- who give hate speech, you know? Mm. Which I'm Kind of surprised, but no, kind of shocked, but not surprised. So, all right, anywho, um, Ari, what's up with anime tourism? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, anime, anime tourism association didn't know that was a thing. Updates a booth at Narada Airport with top 88 pilgrimage sites for 2019. Ooh. Uh, the, anime, <coughs> the Anime Tourism Association okay, they updated their booth at Narita Airport on December 21st with an updated list of spots for 2019. 
The list was first announced in October last year and features over 20 new series, including A Place for the New Universe, Sword Art, Sword Art Online, The Movie, or, Ordinal Scale, and Laid Back Camp. The information booth at Naruto Airport is located in Terminal 2 and can be seen by visitors straight after arriving in Japan from an international flight. In addition, that booth contains a photo spot for Sword Art Online, the movie, Ordinal Scale, a stamp rally cover, and gotcha machines with an anime and game-related merchandise. Hmm. I, at least I assume it's pronounced gotcha, G-A-C-H-A. Uh, Did I pronounce that right? Let me take another look at this. Um... I, I think you are pronouncing it right, so. Yeah. If not, somebody sense. somebody will say something to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, the 88 anime pilgrimage concept was modeled on Shikoku's 88 temple pilgrimage, Japan's most favorite, famous Buddhist pilgrimage route. The 88 was founded in 2016 as a partnership between Kadokawa and various tourism and travel companies. The aim is to attract tourists from Japan as well as foreign countries and bolster regional revitalization projects throughout Japan. And they also have a list of the added pilgrimage sites here. Place for us. Mighty Romantic Comedy Snafu. Mitsuboshi Colors. Almost pronounced as Mitsubishi. Chaos Child, the Idol Master. Digimon Adventure Try. Certain Magical Index. Uh, Waiting in the Summer. Melancholy of Harumi Susumiya. And, uh, let's see. Non non biori vacation. Mm. Well, I will say this. I actually know people when they go to Japan, they actually do this pilgrimage, and I think it's kind of cool. Because I already said it. If I do make that trip, I want to go to Rapongi Hills. Because as it was told to me, that's where Ronma one half takes place. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get that opportunity, I, looking at this list, I would probably check out like something close to Tokyo, or if I can, I would actually go to Kanagawa for Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, which I know I've been talking about this, but it is an amazing anime. It's like Haruhi meets quantum science. Hmm. Yeah. Good description of it. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to Japan. Don't we all? Of course, I'd at least want to take in one New Japan show, at least. That would be you. Yeah, it would be me. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see, what do we have next? One Piece King of Cosplay. What in the world? To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, DESK. Yeah, so um, the World Cosplay Summit is opening online registration uh, for the One Piece Cosplay King Grand Prix. It's to celebrate the anime's 20th anniversary. The World Cosplay Summit is recruiting, recruiting 20 One Piece cosplayers from around the world. Nine characters from the Straw Hat crew and 11 others. And movie original characters are applicable. These 20 cosplayers will appear on the World Cosplay Summit 2019 in Nagano on August 3rd, where they will compete for the title of Grand Prix Champion. 
So is this taking over like the actual world cosplay for this year? If not, it's it's sitting on it's going to be a part of it. My my thing is this. Where was WCS when Sailor Moon had their 2020? That should be a bigger thing than One Piece. Yes, a much better, bigger thing. Yes yeah. and no. Um, I, I think they're trying to be inclusive. Okay, uh, I'm hoping... Because there are a lot more uh, female and male characters in One Piece than there are, you know, male characters in Sailor Moon. True. I mean, outside of the, the four generals, it, it's it, and Tuxedo Common, it's kind of slim pickings. You know? I, I, again, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping maybe next year they'll pick a different title, you know, because that would be fun. And I do like the promotional art for this, where Sanji has hearts in his eyes as he's aiming a camera at Nico Robin's ass. <laughs> Well, as I have said, you know, I'm not going to go on my little tirade about One Piece because everybody knows how I feel about that. But I will say this much about WCS. From my understanding, for those who have went, it's more basically like a friggin' masquerade. So I don't understand them calling it a summit if there really isn't anything going on in regards to like panels and stuff like that to exchange ideals and information, you know. I think it's a summit just because of what they do while they're there. True. It's not a summit for us. It is a summit for the participants. Yeah. They do a hell of a lot, you know, in Japan when this is going on. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I get it. It's just how I feel about it. But I will say, you know, I haven't watched many of the WCSs, but I have seen some clips and some screenshots, and there are some really amazing cosplays I've seen. And I think Mexico won last year with a very simple Street Fighter skit. Now, to me, it looks simple, but I understand it. That was a lot of rehearsal and so and props, and I get that. But it just looks so straightforward and simple, and I liked that. What did they do? It was uh, Chun Li versus Ryu, sort of like a demo screen of the fighting game, you know, something like that. They did. Some... Did they have like props for all the like special effects and whatever? The something like shit? that. Now I, there are two skits. One is Ken and Ryu, but it's not that one. This one is, I believe, Ryu and Chun Li, and it's WCS Team Mexico. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and again... Yeah, but those that are interested, uh, registration period is between January seventh and March thirtieth. I know somebody on my Facebook I'm sending this to and be like, yo, you need to submit. So. I, I think they're probably going they're probably going to do both. So you're going to have the Grand Prix and the normal world stuff. Because there are, because I believe convent, conventions are announcing like, like prelims and all of that as we speak. So, you know. All right, now for the next set of news when it comes to conventions and cosplay and all of that. This came out of um, off of AnimeCons.com. It seems that Acon, which is basically North America's longest-running anime convention, announced last week that, a, that it's going to be run by a new owner starting in 2019, which is this year. Now, 
here's the thing. Generally, when there is a new owner, they leave things as is and just do behind-the-scenes changes and anything that needed to be changed will go into effect the following year. Because it makes more sense that way. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. But that is not the case here. Now, Akon, which was supposed to be in Fort Worth, Texas from June 6th to the 9th, has been moved to June 27th to the 30th to Dallas, Texas. And probably later tonight, I'm going to look at venues in Texas and kind of guess where it's going to be. Now, there are more changes. God damn it, no. Which I like, but I don't like. There, uh, new owners of Akon said they will start mailing badges, which I think is a good thing. You know, you buy your ticket, you order so far in advance, you get your ticket, you know, which is great. But they're only doing this for Akon plus VIP badges. So, wow. But here's something. Anyone that pre-registered before the 15th of this month will get a free upgrade to, to Plus, which is the VIP badge, which is not bad. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. The announcement also states that anyone who made reservations to Hotels for Hope will have their reservations transferred to one of the host hotels for 2019. They, the, that the company will contact those with reservations and handle that aspect of it. There will be a cost difference, but Akon says this should help save a little bit of money. So, okay. Akon says they'll be rebooting the website and disable room booking until everything is set. But that's it. There is no information about who's running the convention, the people behind it, and so forth. But what's interesting is that people are speculating that the Lays, John and Denise Lay, the wonderful people that run Anime Matsuri, actually Jesus bought, Christ, that was sarcastic. I know. Actually bought the convention. Also, I tried to, you know, do a Google search for Akon Dash and all. Mm -hmm. And I got the, more hits for the singer than the uh, convention. Are you doing Project Akon? A-K-O-N. A-K-A-O-N. It should come yep. up. Yeah, that's yeah. It did, but you know, I had to sort sort through a bunch of uh, Akon performer uh, links too. Uh, well, it must because be. Of, well, it, my it, mind a blank. I wasn't sure how uh, old the convention was. Well, it must be my my browser because I type in Project Akon and it comes right up. Yeah, I was just searching A dash Con. Oh, okay. Because I thought that would be enough, you know. <laughs> I I I know I, I I get it I get it. They said, what, 30 years they're doing this? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking at, like, the, the sponsors. I'm like, something looks about right. And I'm just like, they, something's got to be up. You know what? If a new company did buy Akon, I'm probably going to look up the web domain information and see who the hell it is. Because that generally will be updated. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to our chat room 
at um, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, Danfan69 says, at least it's, it, it isn't the owner's anime Matsuri. I heard some cosplayer got detained at the high-level prison in Hawaii during their only attempt at a con here in Hawaii. Well, Danfan, if you go to our website at AnimeJamSession.com and type in Anime Matsuri, we have a complete and detailed story that covers that. So you might want to check that out. But it might just be um, those owners. I honestly don't know. Hopefully we'll find out soon enough. And if it is Lay's, oh good lord, the internet's going to lose a proverbial shit. Um, Nemesis47 says, please God, I hope they didn't buy it. Anime Matsuri is a shady con that protects its sexual... Yeah, we, we get that, and we know. And nobody wants that. And as I've said, I went one time, one year only, just to see uh, Sailor Sarah Miyu live. That was it. I actually booked to go to the following year, but so much information came up about the Lays, I said, nope. Canceled it. I had to go through my credit card company to get a refund on the room, because here's the thing about Anime Matsuri. All the rooms, everything is, um, not, is um, non-refundable. And according to the chat room, the Lays do not own Akon, so that that I I'm like yes, you know. Bullet dodged. Exactly. But still, to make last minute changes like that, that's absolutely absurd. And I'm asking someone to PM me the link in regards information on that. So. Hopefully we can have like a follow-up with next week's episode. So, you know, give or take. Alright. Um Marco, you wanna round things up with the last article? Uh sure. Okay. So uh speaking of Comic Cat, it seems that one of the illustrators that had decided to sell his work um, ended up collapsing Oof. and later ended up uh, passing at the hospital. His brother, though, um, basically uh, put an update on his, I'm guessing, Twitter or what Japan uses as such. Uh, but basically said that by the time I noticed my brother had collapsed, the Comic Cat staff and other attendees were already administering CPR. Uh, someone had called the paramedics and countless other people were doing what they could. So many people who'd never met my brother and didn't even know his name tried to save him, acting so quickly and earnestly. The staff and, others att and other attendees even formed a barricade to keep the walkways clear so that the paramedics could get to him. And if anybody has ever seen any pictures out of Comic Cat, they know that that place is packed. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, in the end, my brother couldn't be saved, but because of your efforts, his family was able to be with him in his last moments. Thank you all so much, so much. Um, he was not lonely in his final moments, and I would like to express my family's deep gratitude. Uh, the, basically the brother ended up suffering from major illness. And again, as we've talked about on here, a lot of mangaka, 
uh, they do end up with really crappy sleep habits and uh, usually poor nutrition and smoke quite a bit to help themselves to stay awake. So um, good on Comiket and their staff. Uh, very easily something like this could have been overlooked. Um, I can tell you right now that there are plenty of people at uh, comic cons and stuff like that, that if they were passed out on the floor, most people would just walk right by them or over them or over them. So uh, good on Japan for actually looking out for people. And not for nothing, his art's actually really cute. It, it is really good. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, you know, to kind of segue in, being up late, lack of sleep, getting work done, I see this in the cosplay community as well. And I will have to say this, it doesn't have to happen that way. You have plenty of time before the convention. You can properly plan out how to get your cosplays done. But I do understand that real world comes first. I get that. But when you find yourself up, up, up against a wall like that, stop, step back, and just let the cosplay be. Save it for another convention. Because you may be doing it for a competition. You may be doing it for a serious photo shoot or a group or something like that. But remember, your health is more important than running around in a costume and with fancy fabrics acting like your character. Seriously, your health is more important. Y'all shouldn't be slumped over a yeah. uh, sewing machine unconscious either. No, no. And I get that. I know people who bring their machines to the cons and they're working Thursday. I, I get that. You want to get it done. That's dedication. I get that. But not when your health and your stress levels are going to go up. You know, it, it's not worth it. I mean, you're already stressed out if you're going on stage to perform or making a good effort with the photographer, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, take your time. It'll get done. And to be perfectly honest, this can be applied to anything in life. I mean, like, studies, work, this or that, projects, everything. I mean, look, I'm still on a backlog. I can't sit here and work on photos so many hours out of the day and lose out on sleep and then have to go to work and this and that. I try to work on it the best I can. And I understand it's my fault that I fell behind the ball, but it was at that point where I needed to take a break. I needed to just go, no. I need to get, when I'm properly back in the game, I can do it. And I am going at my own pace. And I said I want to be completely caught up by the end of, the, end of 2018. I'm not. But I will say at the rate I'm going, I will be caught up by the time Zenkai Khan rolls around, which is in March. I honestly feel I'll probably be caught up by the end of February at the rate that I'm going. So, And I'm kind of proud of that. So. Plus, you got a figure people will get burned out if they do it too much or too, you know, overwork themselves like that too often. Yeah, because um, I don't know if you saw it, uh, but Eurobeat King is going through something similar, and I believe after this year, he's done with uh, with cosplay photography. He, he's hanging it up. And 
he is one of the um, last of the old cosplay photography guard. I mean, it was me, Lionel Lum, him, uh, Fans View, Kevin Lillard. There was Maboroshi Studios, which is no longer, he's done. I think Lionel has cut down a lot because of work, and I get that. Uh, Kevin Lillard is doing it sparingly, you know. I mean, there are a lot of other cosplay photographers out there. Don't I'm not talking about them. I'm just talking about the people that were doing it from like the early 2000s. And I know I was on the cusp of that. I didn't really start doing my photography till about I I I have been doing it since 2001, but I didn't really kick it up till like maybe a year or so later. If I go through my law my archives of photos, you know. All right. Um, wow, we actually did good time on these stories. Yep. Yeah, we did. I think we're going to have an early night tonight. But before we even get to those to the early um early night, we have to talk about strange news from Japan. I call the first article. I call the last article. Okay. A bizarre English test in Japan asks students about winged vegetables and launches a new meme. While some Japanese universities have their own individualized entrance exams, many of them rely on standard examination called the center test. Held every year in January, the center test is similar to the SATs, testing students' proficiency levels on a variety of subjects. So when examinees sat down for this year's center test last Saturday, they expected there to be a listening section that would gauge your English comprehension abilities. What they didn't expect, though, was the multiple-choice answer options to be a series of bizarre illustrations of anthropomorphic fruits and vegetables. <clears throat> also, uh, it's called Say Hello to the Four Heavenly Kings of Center Listening. <laughs> like, wow, Balrog, Vega, Saga, and Bison got... Really bad redesigns. And uh, here's the uh, very first question in the listening section. Uh, let's see. We need an idea for a cartoon character. I, how about a vegetable? That sounds okay, but for stronger impact, give it wings to fly. Good idea. In a way, not such a bad question. The vocabulary is, you know, it's grammatically sound, but the sheer weirdness of the topic and the drawing students were asked to choose from have, have people across Japan scratching their heads and artists reaching for their pencils and paints. I'll post the link in the chat log so you can behold this beauty for yourself. Uh, let's see. He's got a bit of a Dragon Ball Super Saiyan thing going on. This uh, anthropomorphic carrot with wings and a... Uh, is... What's a part of the, his the stalk? Not stalk. Leaves on top, I guess? Uh... Whatever the hell that thing's called. Looking like, you know, spiky hair and all that shit. I, I, Other art I, I, there are some things I'd rather not assume. Other artists decided to take the entire group as a collective. Muse also drawing winged apple man as Groose, beefy bicep, cucumber, and grape bunch. Given the groom names as the four heavenly kings the center listing or the center listing four musketeers. And they got the uh, one piece dramatic back turns hands up pose going. There is a uh, version done in Undertale. A live in-concert boy band, which is most horribly 
all I think. Back street, back, all right. Wayne Carrotman is a Kigurimi-style cosplay for a handsome anime boy, and I no longer believe in the concept of a loving and peaceful god well, after it, seeing this thing. Well, it's not like it's finger bang. <laughs> also, the winged apple has a gigantic-ass unibrow. And, of course, someone made little 3D fan arts of them. Little, you know, claymation things of them. Mm. It's, they say, as the article says, there's really nothing unfairly difficult about the question, but it still leaves the issue of why the test creator chose to include such strange dialogue. Basically, everyone's just thinking, like, what? And the an internet artists, you know, artists all over the internet are going, okay, we, we'll take it from here. Yeah, I know. That's all I gotta say. Some things are just too weird to... Yeah. Well, it's just, this is that strange news you're always talking about, so... Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Admit it, if this were on a shirt, you'd buy it. No, actually, no, not me. I know people that would. I sure as hell <laughs> wouldn't. I mean, not for nothing. The, the apple with wings kind of reminds me of Charlie Brown. <laughs> I mean, no, the, the, the drawing, like the pencil drawing. Yeah. Well, you can tell they're all going, all going good grief one way or another. <laughs> all right. It seems that there was some, some noise, some music issues in the background. Um, I still got the music playing in the background, but I've turned it down a lot. So it was calm on our end. I didn't know it was going to be loud on the other end. So my apologies. All right, uh, that or you know, I'm probably going to have to start screaming at um, Winamp or something. I don't know. All right. Um, at least it didn't crash on you yet. Oh, I look at it this way: if Winamp did crash, it wouldn't bother the show at all because I'm not streaming anything through it. So you know, mm-hmm. if the, if it did crash while music is playing, I can just go into post edit and just drop the. And drop the track, so you know. All right, um, Mako, you're up next. Okie dokie. So, Osaka police are on the lookout for a guy calling himself Tights World. Eh. Yeah, um, so on January 17th, Osaka police issued a bulletin that they are searching for a man calling himself Tights World who is attempting to interview women about the specs of their tights. What? What? At about, yeah, at about 8.30 on the 16th in uh, Nishiyodagawa ward, a woman walking alone on the street was approached by a man riding a bicycle 
that said, I'm Tights World. Please tell me the denier of your tights. And by that, he means the uh, thickness of them. Um, Tights World is described as a man in his 30s, about 160 to 700 centimeters tall. Uh, Yeah. And having no distinguishing clothes or markings. The thing is, this is not the first time that somebody calling themselves Tights World has done this. Originally, people thought that it was the periodical called Tights World, but they have since put on their Twitter bio that they are located in Kanto near Tokyo rather than in Osaka. They've also stated... uh, this might. Uh, this is a pervert who is ripping off Tights World. He showed up at a bookstore in Omeda in 2015. We think it might be the same guy. Mm-mm-mm. An incident occurred at the uh, Kino Kunia bookstore in Omeda, Osaka, in which a man using the name Tights World asked women shopping there various questions about their tights. He's not affiliated with Tights World, but he appears to know of Tights World. So we demand that you please stop what appears to be sexual harassment in bookstores. Um, so yeah, it's, it's either a repeat offender or somebody that is using, uh, you know, a group that is using the tights world's magazine as a way to attempt to interview women when they're just being perverted i have just well i'm looking at the shirt here and you go back about 15 maybe 20 years back i probably would have worn a shirt like this now um no but don't want to uh, tell the world that you would rather have a woman wearing black tights than nothing at all. <laughs> I'm just saying that I just wouldn't wear it. <laughs> Meaning you would actually acquire one and have it in your closet. Yeah. Don't at me, Mako-chan. Don't at me. I wasn't planning on it. God. I got enough to answer for nowadays. What's one more thing? Shit. Okay. Well, have fun with the last article. I mean, not for nothing. We've talked about similar things on this show. But it was mostly the Love Life fans doing stupid stuff but now you got bang dream fans that are just losing it now it's like we've said the love livers are known for being unruly at events you know it's a given but now bang dream fans are going to be are acting just as rowdy so during the most recent animax music event uh, there's an anime called Bang Dream. Long story short, it's Love Live meets K-On. But it's more K-On than it is Love Live. 
Network. So, you know, so you have like a general gist of it. They're also known as Bandori as well, Bandori fans. So they got together to watch one of the groups from the series uh, perform, and the group is known as Pop and Party. They're basically one of the major um, uh, bands in the series. Animation is, uh, but the music is really good. I'm not going to lie. Now, what was supposed to be a group photo, it turned into an all-out brawl between the fans. Oh, boy. And one of them had a lead pipe. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh... Motherfucker's playing Final Fight on the way over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I say? I main hagger bitch in Japanese. <laughs> God damn. But supposedly he took the pipe and smashed somebody's smartphone. Wow. Well, so much for the claim on that one. You got to pay out full amount on that. Thankfully, the Osaka police intervened and broke up the fight. But even when the police showed up. A video surfaced that the fans were still getting buck wild. Of course they were. The brawl between these fans prompted questions regarding the security for the three-day for the three-day Bandori 7th Live concert at the Nippon Budokan. Bang Dreams executive producer Takashi Kidani released a statement saying he'd like to come up with a perfect security system for the event. He then said he'll announce more details soon, and he hopes that the staff can put together an event everyone can enjoy. Now, bad anime fan behavior has been surfacing at many events. Like, we have said that there have been fans going to these events who have never heard of deodorant, showering, and fresh clothes. Axe body spread does not count. Exactly. And a lot of this is coming from the Love Life fandom. I mean, like, hell, you have people stealing um, sewer uh, sewer drain lids, okay? This just proves that you have unruly assholes in every single fandom out there. The OX-75 is telling us sounds like Celtic FC supporters. <laughs> Bob Coffee says, sounds like someone is trying to bring the beat back. Oh. <laughs> Going back to a maining hogger over there. <laughs> Thanks for the continuity, Bob. I think that was more of a DDR reference, but either or. No, 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 no. It, it was Street Fighter because oh. in a Street Fighter 4 and a later on Marvel Capcom 3, both Cody's and Hogger's themes included the phrase, turn the beat back in the lyrics. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, man. that That's just... Wow. Alright. I, I, I think we're done here. Yeah, I'm ready to wrap it up after that. Huh. Okay, so I am going to play the, our outro theme. And I hope it is not loud. So, I hope so. 
Let's hear what the people are saying, you know? It sounds good. I'm not hearing any issues. I don't hear anybody yelling, so I, I, I think we're good. I just think it was that one track that's out off its effing kilter, so I'll have to go back and edit it at a later date. So, good. Alright, so, I think we got it at a, at a certain level. I'll have to probably have to go back and do post-edits, but this is it. We're done. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for participating. Let's see. There you go. Perfect. If you like the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Uh, we are here to believe you. And it's also perfect, you know, for that email address to contact us if you have any thoughts or questions about the show. We'll answer them the best we possibly can. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our anime reviews, our weekly uh, podcasts, uh, links to our YouTube videos from conventions, our convention photos and so forth, editorials, cosplayer interviews, and a lot more. That's all over at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can find us on various podcasting sites like iTunes, Stitcher, Groove. I'm probably going to have to remove that because I don't think Groove is a thing anymore. Um, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM. Um, check that out. I hope you appreciate uh, the show. Um, these sites will allow you to leave reviews. Leave us a review. We, we want to know what you think. You know, if you can't email us, drop us a comment on, on, the, on the site page. You know, that would be cool. Uh, hold on. This ain't it's still loud, but the volume is at 9% volume. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um... Don't forget to follow us on our social media sites, uh, YouTube.com, Anime Jam Session, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To everyone that follows us on these social sites, thank you so much. We couldn't do the show without you, so we really appreciate it. And don't forget to check out uh, VogNetwork.com, the home, home for this awesome Twitch stream. There are other great shows on there, Bobby Blackwood Show, Orange Lounge Radio. There are some great articles and reviews, so definitely check them out at bognetwork.com so we're going to go around the room last words Ari light a candle for Mako-chan she's going to have to babysit our drunken asses this weekend <sighs> oh. <laughs> last words Mako-chan um I'm looking forward to this weekend actually um, <laughs> so I hope you guys don't fuck it up for me <laughs> I think you're asking a lot of us. Yeah. No promises. My last words is right after this show, I need to edit, turn the heat back up, and tinker with the audio and feel like what the hell happened here. So that is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. And also, thanks to everybody that joined us in the chat tonight. See you next week.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!